episode 91, same old story. This is our week two review and week three preview. And good Lord, do we have a lot to review. Once again, good for you, crap for me. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing better than you have, man. I've had a little bit of time to uh, to sulk in that win from Thursday night and uh, thank, uh, thank, the, <laughs> thank the good Lord that we were able to pull it out. But uh, I feel like right now is the best time for you just to speak. I feel like you need to just... Just let it out. Let it out, man. Let it out. Yeah, we'll just get it over with. All right. And you know what? And I'm going to do this to myself because I deserve it. So here's my my intro for, for this segment. There it is. So the Raiders uh, against the Cardinals, epic, historical disaster. I can't even talk about it, but I'm going to. So the final score is 23-29. Raiders are up 20 at the half. Defense is sharp. You know what? Here, let, let me read this off for you. So the Raiders first half, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, field goal. The Cardinals, punt, punt, then they were intercepted. Let's go to the second half, shall we? Raiders second half, punt, field goal, punt, punt. Cardinals second half, punt, touchdown, uh, turnover on downs, touchdown, touchdown. Unreal. And then, as we all saw, just the, the Raiders took the second half off. Derek Carr looked like he figured the game was already won. He's just going to miss on all of his throws, not even get any first downs. It was just abysmal. So the first half, they were on fire. The defense was jumping around. It was one of those games where they're all smiling. They're amping the crowd up. The Cardinals couldn't get anything done, and it was great. And then, as predicted, they're up 20-0 at the half. They pretty much celebrated the entire halftime, apparently, because they came out on the field, thought the game was over, and the Cardinals just absolutely took over. Um, I'm going to put a lot of the blame on the offense. People are saying that it works both ways. The defense should have stopped them. The defense was basically on the field. I almost said literally basically on the field for 30 minutes because the offense would come on for about three and a half minutes and then come right back off. It was a pathetic offensive showing. Um, Devontae Adams ended the day with two catches for 12 yards. He did have that one touchdown, but two catches for 12 yards. Last week he had 10 catches for 140 or something like that. Um, Carr goes 25 for 39, two touchdowns, 252 yards. He was only sacked one time and he's hit five times. Not blaming the O-line this time either. They looked fine. I know that, um, you know, uh, Jermaine Elmore had to come out at right tackle and a uh, friend of the show, Thayer Munford, had to um, step in there. But, I, you know, sacked one time and hit five. That's child's play. That's nothing. Um, he can handle that. This was nothing close to the Chargers. Um, the Raiders showed they were the better team, but they, the better team has to play an entire complete um, 60 minutes and they did not do that. So, uh, Kyler Murray goes for that two point conversion after he, uh, you know, gets that last ridiculous touchdown to, um, was that, Oh, that was AJ green, Marquise Brown. I don't, I don't remember who it was. It should have been stopped. I think it was Marquise. Yeah. Um, so the two point conversion, he runs sideline to sideline for 20.8 seconds. They said it, it was close to 84 yards that he covered, uh, before getting in the end zone, it, it was just sickening to watch. And um, watching the 
I know that they play prevent defense and they only rush three and everyone else sitting sitting there in the end zone. No one was making the move they had to make. And if you don't have the speed, to, I know he's fast and he's little and hard to hold on to. Um, don't even get me started on the missed tackles. I mean, I, I don't know how many times that, you know, Jonathan Abram dropped an interception. Max Crosby had the sack on Kyler Murray. I think it was actually on the two-point conversion and just couldn't hold on to his little petite body. Um, but those are things that have to be done. You guys are professional athletes. Like, I don't know how many t- chances they had to close out this game and they just couldn't do it. But as I said, the, the blame in my mind is on the offense. The defense still stopped them in overtime. Uh, and then Carr goes on a drive. It looks like they're at least going to get in a field goal range, which would just have the defense have to stop them one more time. And then uh, we'd be in business. But no, um, Hunter Renfro fumbles the ball. Most teams, when the player fumbles, they're out of the game. Um, I guess I admire McDaniels for keeping Renfro in. But then Carr throws him again, fumbles the ball again, and then it's returned for a 59-yard touchdown scoop and score. That's it. Ball game. Great. And uh, yeah, so this was an absolute nightmare. Uh, this, as Eric and I talked about, as soon as the game was over, he said, "Dude, this is like got to be one of the worst blowouts you've seen." And I said, "It literally is not just in my 34 years of life, but in the in the franchise history, they have not lost after having such a significant lead. So they've been a team since 1960. So you tell me that is that's what McDaniel's has on his resume right now as a Raiders coach. So." We'll do our breakdowns later, but um, they play the Titans later this week, and uh, I'm less than optimistic about it. We'll talk about that later, Coach. Why don't you give me your take on the game? Because I'm done. Uh, so, I'm, I'm so done. you know, th- these are these are the situations where, like when you get on here, you have to just kind of like not really write it. You can write down those like basic little stats and stuff like that, but you just got to speak from the gut. And uh, you're two games into the season, dude. And I was thinking about this. It's like next week is like almost like a season defining moment. to an extent, right? Because, like, you know, obviously there's a 17-game season. If, you know, you don't obviously want to be 0-3 or whatever, you know, you're 0-2 you're you're not in the division, you're just 0-1. But uh, it's it's put up or shut up time for these guys, you know what I mean? The the Chargers game was close. You blow a game against Arizona like that. Um, One thing I found, and, you know, I was listening to the radio yesterday, uh, you know, break down all the games, and it's like, you know, Kyler Murray, like, when – it seems like when he's got like a, like a game plan, um, it's, he's never like as good as he is. Like when a play just completely breaks down, he's got to do some run around five people and act like, you know, he's on Madden or on a playground and scores a touchdown or, or does whatever. So when everything breaks down, that's like when Kyler Murray's like at his best. So it's almost like, don't even go with their go. Don't even go in there with a game plan. Just, Hey Kyler, go go do whatever you got to do to score, and that'll work out better than actually having a set game plan for him. Um, but really, just like an inexcusable loss, man. You know, you're at home; it's a season opener at Allegiant Stadium. You're up twenty to nothing, and you lose. Uh, and uh, it's not like the game was like I said; you're up twenty to nothing. It's not like it was a close game throughout the whole game, and then you just you know kick a field goal to win it. Um, so I, I know that's a it's a it's a tough pill to swallow. I I know on our little text thread, uh, it was uh, I was I was feeling for you, man. I'm I'm actually glad I wasn't with you because I imagine that you probably weren't the most pleasant person to be around after that after that game ended. Um, but yeah, just a really inexcusable loss on their part. And like I said, you're two games into the season, and it's uh, 
it's put up or shut up time. And that's, and that's crazy to say, but you know, after a loss like that, you either have to come back and be dominant or it's going to continue to mess with you and could, could follow you throughout the season. You know, I see, excuse me, these people on Twitter, it's like, Oh, Josh McDaniels is going to be fired by week seven. That's why. Bill, no, Matt Rule is going to be fired by week yeah, seven. Yeah, that's why Bill Belichick hasn't like designated offensive coordinator because McDaniel's is just like I know that's all like hearsay. And that's just kind of oh, like that's just break, like BS. Yeah. But um, they they got. I mean, we'll talk about this later. But you have to come out next week and be absolutely dominant. And I will say this, you know, David or Derek Carr, David. I always get Derek and David messed up when I have two D names. But, Everyone does. Uh, Derek yeah. Carr, you know like super nice guy, great person, you know, type of guy that, you know, you would, if you had a daughter, you'd want him to date, you know, just a good person. But like, is he an elite quarterback? I mean, really, can we, can we say that? Like, you know, there's a lot of people that I follow, like I said, you know, being a a podcast that's both Chiefs and Raiders, I follow Raiders people, uh, just like I follow Chiefs people. There's a lot of good Raider fans out there. I feel like a lot of them are just kind of like over the over the car thing, man. Like he's he's a decent quarterback, but like decent quarterbacks don't necessarily win championships. They do every now and then. They have like a, an amazing season. You have an amazing defense. You have an amazing run game. You can win a Super Bowl. But like, when are we just gonna get to the point where we're just like? He's not the guy. I I, I don't know. I, that's that's something you got to answer. But um, yeah, you don't want to have those thoughts two games in the season. And I don't put everything on car, but it's like there comes a point like where the quarterback's essentially one of the main people that is held responsible. And if you're not getting it done, you're underthrowing. You're not making the plays that you need to make. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's you guys are in a tough situation, man. Really are. No, I agree. Uh, I mean, a lot of this, though, was built around him, you know, bringing in Devontae Adams. Like, Devontae literally had to choose this place. The Packers are going to give him more money, as we've talked about to no end on this show. Um, But he has a reputation for being very accurate, and I'm watching a lot of his throws, and a lot of them just aren't that accurate. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's just still – I do have to keep in mind he is adjusting to new offensive system, but this is something he is continuing to do anyways – um, in the past, he's never had a, a stable array of coaches. It's always a couple of years and then something happens, you know, Del Rio, Dennis Allen, John Gruden, you know, it, it's like he hasn't had consistency at all. You know, like Josh Allen has been with um, McDermott since he's, you know, been in the league and granted he hasn't had as much time as Carr, but um, I mean, the bills are a freak in itself. I can't use that as a reference point, but I continually say myself, uh, you know, oh, if he doesn't make it to the playoffs this year, if he doesn't make it to the playoffs this year, you know, I'm totally done. I'm totally done. And then something happens. I can make excuses. Um, and then last year they did make the playoffs. It just didn't go anywhere past that first round. So, you know, I'll probably say again, if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, then I'm done. But who knows what excuse I'll come up with in my own head. A lot of people are done with him. But Raiders fans and Raiders social media, as you've seen yourself, and uh, one of our former hosts, you say the same thing is, that they're the Twitterverse, as far as Raiders fans go, is extremely toxic. Oh, yeah. We win. We win. Sign Carr to a 10-year extension. We lose one game. He's done. He's washed. You know, get us Malik Willis or something like that. Like, which Or Justin Fields, which we all know is ridiculous. But uh, I don't think – I don't think I'll ever say Carr's elite. He is – I think he's 
not like Eli Manning. He's not that good, but he's kind of like the, uh, he wouldn't make the hall of fame. He could make the hall of good or the hall of pretty good, but he, you know, he's not a hall of famer and that's the reality of it. But, uh, you know, we'll talk about the Titans game when we do our weekly predictions. Um, I mean, Derek, Derek Carr is essentially like Kirk Cousins to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, he is. There's a lot of, a lot of similarities there. They're they're The two of them like will never really breach. They won't ever breach the top 10. Um, but I am trying to tell myself, so they're 0-2. There's that stat that teams that are 0-2 have like a 0% chance of making the playoffs. Last year, you were pretty down, but at least you were optimistic and reasonable because mm-hmm. the Chiefs started the season 1-2. and two, And then, of course, made it to the AFC Championship. Um, so if the Raiders win next week, they're 1-2, and two, we have blood. If they go 0-3, this fan base will reach levels of toxicity we haven't seen in a while. Because they were 2-0 and last season to start the year. And that was against the Ravens and somebody semi-decent. I don't remember who it was. But anyways, that's kind of my final thoughts on it. We'll break down the Titans uh, and Raiders game later. Um, and I'm going to need you to be optimistic for me again because you you and I had both picked them to win this game. And I it, obviously it was feasible. They just took their foot off the gas in a very Gruden-esque type way. Mm-hmm. So if you're good, let's move on to a team that actually won this week. Are you good with yeah, that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's roll. Let's rock. Again, quick tempo. And picked off at the one-yard line. That is Watson out in front. Sneed to protect them as well. All the way for the touchdown. Go for it. What a game, really. Just, uh, you know, your perfect... Um, the perfect way you want to start off this whole Amazon Prime thing, and I know like people had issues logging in, doing this, doing that, which we posted for them. We posted. posted we tried. You tried to, we should have done a like a video tutorial of how to do it. Um, that, <laughs> that, that might, but then they wouldn't know how to use a video tutorial. It would have been a whole thing. So, uh, just just a great win. Uh, the law firm of Watson and Watson were uh, two key Watson pieces. And Watson, yeah, Jalen and, and Justin Watson. Um, Justin Watson had that sick touchdown uh, from Patrick Mahomes, the uh, the cast away from Tampa Bay, and then Jalen Watson had that beautiful ninety nine yard uh, touchdown return um, for a touchdown to uh, to cement and give us that lead for good. Um, yeah, man, just 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 a great game. Uh, it was it was a tough game, you know. Patrick Mahomes, it's like when he doesn't throw for four hundred yards and four touchdowns, he's like, oh, is he losing it? He's not. You know, didn't didn't give up the ball. Still threw for over 200 yards, two touchdowns, didn't fumble. You know, like I said, didn't lose a ball, didn't throw an interception. Um, so when you do that um, and you play solid team team defense, I mean, you know, Willie Gay had 11 tackles. We'll get into more about Willie Gay a little bit later. Um, and, uh, you know, Jalen Watson, he he had come in. He was a seventh-round pick. His story's, like, you know, amazing. Dude was, like, working at Wendy's trying to find a place to go play football, seventh-round pick. You know, Trent McDuffie gets injured in the um, – in the Arizona game, Jalen Watson, you know, steps in for him, has that 99-yard interception. Um, you know, Herbert looked like he was going to his uh, his tight again in Gerald Everett, Everett and uh, boom, Jalen Watson's there. He says, no, thank you. Or he says, thank you, but no thank you, and and runs and uh, and runs all the way into the end zone for a 99-yard touchdown. So, uh, great game. Um, closer than I would have liked, but, you know, the uh, – the Chargers had beat us, you know, at, at Arrowhead the last two times. So to, to 
take that back and, and get and get a win in Arrowhead against them was I think was important. Um and anytime you, you win a division game is is important just just for the division, right? Because the Chiefs have won it six years or seven years in a row, whatever it is now. Um so uh yeah, I uh I got nothing but good things to say. You gotta win these tough games in the beginning of the season. They did that and you know now we're on to uh we're on Indianapolis next week again, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But uh, really, I got, I got nothing nothing bad to say. You know, the I give one thing I will say. Um, you know, is Justin Herbert. Uh, you know, played a great game, got hit, and uh, you know, came in and, and, and battled. You know, with like a broken rib, um, and uh, you know, he scored a touchdown there in the fourth quarter, and then you know they're you know, a onside kick away from probably tying the game and going into overtime and then blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he, he battled through, so I give him a lot of credit. Uh, also, you know, Derwin James, dog, you mess with my boy, dude. You mess with my boy, you're messing with me. You mess with man beautiful, man. Like, you got to deal with me. He put him completely he, he horizontal he, he, yeah, no, in the he, air. He, uh, yeah, he power drive him. He did. Um, yeah, I'm like, I, I know I'm like 5'9", like 185, man, but I'm a little bull. So next time I see you, Derwin, it's on like doggy gone. But uh <laughs> gotta defend his honor. But uh yeah, like I said, great game. Um, you know, there it's a good rivalry. It's not like a uh I don't feel like it's on the same level as, you know, Chiefs Raiders, but when you have Justin Herbert, you have Patrick Mahomes, it's gonna be a consistent thing for the next ten years. So that rivalry will just continue to uh continue to build. And you know, the Chiefs, and the Chargers got a great team, man. They really do. They're they're one of the top teams in the NFL. There's no doubt about that. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, they're probably still better than the Chiefs, um, which I don't agree with. I think talent-wise, uh, they have more talent on the defense, I think, than the Chiefs do. Offensively, uh, you know, it's it's close. Um, but, uh, I mean, they got one more battle, which I'll be at in Los Angeles. Can't wait. So, shout out any Chiefs fans that are going to be there. Um, let's link up. But, um, yeah, well, what are your thoughts on the game? Same thing. So I don't think you can take anything away from the Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert, as we said, he showed some grit there. We know he ended up with a rib injury. I was saying before our show started that I did want to see how he was under some duress. And, you know, we, we did see he was a little bit rattled. Uh, give him credit, like I said, for staying in the game. But he was pretty much untouched against the Raiders. And you can fathom about his throws and his accuracy but really most quarterbacks are going to be accurate and, and at least a little more on target when they have, you know, 10 and a half minutes to throw the ball. Um, so it was good to see that he is, uh, he can be rattled, which obviously some teams are going to try to replicate, but still uh, just a, they're a top five team. You know, I put them up there with you guys, the bills. Um, I don't know, maybe the dolphins, you know, a couple other teams, um, but it's kind of like a, a step above the rest really. So, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I just continue to be more impressed with his resurgence. Mm-hmm. You guys are getting him way more involved in the passing game. He had, I think, approximately 115 yards passing and rushing. Um, your defense, two sacks, eight QB hits. Chargers defense, one sack. Um, and that one sack was two half sacks. So basically, Mahomes was un- untouched with five QB hits. And then same thing with Jalen Watson. Obviously, that interception is a bit on Gerald Everett for running a half-assed route, but it really wasn't a good throw unless he was supposed to break inside, but it looked like he was supposed to run a flat route and um, just kind of muscle his way past Jalen Watson with one-on-one coverage there. 
Um, so I'm going to give the blame 50-50 split between Herbert and Everett on that, but great job on Watson. And like you said, um, Watson, who was formerly on the Bucks, just absolutely burned J.C. Jackson with that double move. Um, I mean, great, great work. So uh, it, like we said before this game started, for me it was going to be a lose-lose and a win-win. Someone from the AFC West is going to lose. Somebody's going to win. The Chargers, you know, now are one and one. You guys are two and zero oh with a win in the division. Um, Raiders are last in the division right now. But overall, um, you know, that's why these teams are the good ones are so good is because they have their defense to complement the offense. So you know, the offense wasn't their best, but they definitely weren't their worst. And then the defense came up when you needed them to, and it wasn't even one of your, you know, headline stars there with. Uh, you know, Jalen, Jalen Watson coming up. It wasn't like Nick Bolton who did have a fantastic game um, or one of the other household names. So just a great win overall um, for your boys. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say is like the, I was just thinking about this uh, was that first touchdown by Patrick Mahomes to Jet McKinnon, like ridiculous sidearm thrown to the end zone. Just like, like Dan Orlowski said, there's probably a, a hand of people you can count on one hand that's are going to be able to make that throw in the world here. Uh, you know, in a game in the NFL. And I honestly don't – he says five people or a handful. I, I don't really know if I can name another uh, – Yeah, I'd like him to name Yeah, I'd like him to name time. So, shout out Dan Orlovsky. Who, who can make that throw besides Patrick Mahomes in the NFL right now? Um, but, uh, right. yeah, great great team winning, you know. Like I said, Ron, Ron's the next one next week. Who was it that we saw try to replicate the underhand – oh, Kyler Murray tried the underhand yeah. throw. Ended up getting like batted down and didn't work yeah, out. It's, it's, nice it's to a good try. A for effort, man. Yeah. Well, we already talked about his effort. Um, you want to get into predictions? Yeah, let's do some predictions. For week man. three. Yeah. All right. Week, predictions week three. And where we're at in our standings, coach. So last week I went nine for 16. You went eight for 16. Mm-hmm. Identical. I went nine for 16. You went eight for what 16. What one did I miss? Uh, 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 you lost on because you deviated on the Eagles and Vikings. Yeah. You did your skull horn. That's right. Yeah, um, I, I wanted so, to be so we so didn't I'm, have everything the same. Okay. Right. I, I think we might differentiate a little okay. bit this cool. week. You know, we're not like most shows where people are just, it's like uh, you listen to like PFF. And everyone's got or, like the same thing, yeah. Yeah, but some of them, they'll take the opposite team just to take the opposite team. You can do that every yeah. now and again, but they'll do it for no, every game. Just, just, oh, I'm going to play devil's no, advocate. No, no we, we want to be smart. smart. Smart choices. Yep. We're going for, we're, you know, we're trying to go for above 50% mm-hmm. here as far as being correct goes. So, uh, so I lead the, our little race just with two wins. So you can very easily yep. catch up. Um, I'll let you start. Uh, Thursday night football has been pretty good. This matchup normally is good, but with the injuries and changes, I don't really know. So you go uh, Steelers and Browns. Steelers and Browns. Um, it's a tough call. So you got like, you know, the Steelers, you know, Mitch Trubisky didn't have a great game against the Patriots. Uh, the Browns, I mean, sh- shout out the Jets. Like, what a win, dude. That's like, I don't think, like, I'm no Jets fan, but I don't think there's been a better win in the history of the New York Jets minus win in the Super Bowl uh, than that game right there in the last 20, 25 years at least. Um so I will take uh, I will take the Steelers. Um, I think that they will uh, show up. Um, you know the Browns are obviously a, a heated, hated rivalry between uh, you know Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Have always been that way. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers. 
See, there we go. We're deviating already. I'm taking the Browns. Okay, there we go. I think I think you know T.J. Watts out. Cam Hayward's a little bit banged up. Mitch Mitch the B is not doing all that mm-hmm. great. People are already calling for Kenny Pickett. Um, came off a loss to the Pats. I'm going to go okay, Browns. Cool. Say Jacob Brissett takes it. All right, um, there we go. Though let's make this you know make it yeah, a little spicy. It um, and then the first one o'clock game: uh, Saints and Panthers. I think the Matt Rule fire train is well underway, and this is going to seal it as well. I think the Saints are going to win. Defense is better. Jameis is a bit of a wild card, but uh, Baker did not really have any big plays uh, last week, and we both, I think, picked him to win, and that also didn't work out. So uh, I'm going to take the Saints and sink the Panthers to 0-3. That's a tough one, man. I had some faith in the Panthers, but – Got to be logical here. I'm going to go Saints as well. Part of me wants to say the Panthers because I think McCaffrey. I saw you. You were thinking. Yeah, it feels like McCaffrey is going to have a game where he goes off. He had like 25 yards or something last week. Yeah, so Saints. You got to go Saints. Even Jameis Winston and his broken back can still lead them to a win against the Panthers. Right. All right. You get another invigorating matchup: Uh, Texans and Texans and Bears. Texans and Bears. Um. Hmm. You know the Bears. Bears got gypped in that Packers game. You know that, I feel like that was a touchdown. Not that they would have won necessarily, but um, right. that definitely was a momentum shift after that happened. Uh, I will take the Texans. Um, you know, Ooh. I think that uh, they are playing decent football. Um, their defense is a lot better than I thought they were going to be, and uh, I think they're going to realize just you know give Damon Pierce the ball, let him do his thing. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna take the Texans. You got the bears. I'm guessing. I do. I do. I think this is a week where we're going to like, we're going to see a little deviation. Your your lead is either going to gain drastically or I'm going to start making moves. You are. Hey, I I respect the moves. Uh, This one was also tough for me because the Texans gave the Broncos a good fight who are extremely underwhelming, which is hilarious. Um, and then, you know, they tied the cult. So I think, I can't tell if these other teams are worse than we thought or if the Texans are better than we yeah. thought. Um, I kind of, I don't really want to watch those games to figure it out, but um, you know, I'm going to take the bears on this. I don't, I think Justin Fields is, um, I already wasn't a fan. The show in general, we don't like the bears. We don't really like Justin Fields. And then that comment he made about the fans. I don't know if you, you saw yeah, that one. I did. And, I, and he, he kind of, uh, I, I don't think it came out the way he meant it to. You know what I mean? He he kind of retracted on his statement and was pretty much just saying how um, I, I don't know, but I don't think he necessarily meant it the way he said it. Because then he then he say like the Bears fans don't know. What... He said like they don't they don't work the same on it the same way we do, so they're not going to take it as hard as we do. But like that's just not true. Like I mean, they obviously the players are the ones that put in the work and the time, the blood, sweat, the tears, all that, but the fans are the ones that buy your jerseys and show up and think about your game all week long, just like you do. And it's just a different, it obviously is different, but you just don't alienate them. I don't have the statement right in front of me, but he, yeah, we'll take a yeah. look at that one, but regardless, they're going to take it how they take it. That's the headline. So I'm still going to take the bears and a win might make them forgive yeah. you a little bit, Justin Fields, but, uh, got to throw yeah, the ball bears, more than 11 times to win in the NFL. So let's just say that. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers really does have supreme ownership over soldier field and, and it's fans. Uh, once Jordan love takes over, then then you'll have a shot, but not now. 
Um, next, we'll actually get a more in-depth breakdown, and I know we're going to agree on this one. Chiefs and Colts. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm obviously going to take the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs win by win Have by at to. least two touchdowns. The uh, yeah, the Colts stink. They really do. Um, uh, Shaq Leonard now, uh, right? Isn't that his new name, Shaq Leonard? Shaquille, Shaquille Leonard. Shaquille. Um, not being there the last two weeks. I think it's been an issue, but I mean, he doesn't, I mean, does he make the difference against the Texans or the 24, nothing ass whooping they got by the Jaguars? I don't know. I, it's, it's the weirdest thing. Cause like we talk about like, Oh man, Chris Ballard's a really great GM, but you're looking at this team and you're like, wait, what? Like how? Like with Taylor and you know, you got a better quarterback and Matt Ryan. I know Pittman. I know Pittman was yeah, missing. But still 24, like Michael Pittman. Great. Why? I think he's going to continue to get better, but like he doesn't, it's like a small Mike Evans. Yeah, he doesn't make the team. That he doesn't change it, you know, from twenty four nothing to, you know, it's I don't know, it's uh, it's crazy though. I would never have thought that the Colts would potentially be zero and three. Um, but again, it's like one of those games like where they're gonna be it's at home. Um, the cheat. It's in no, it's at home. It's at the Colts. It's at, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's at, at Lucas Oil. Okay. Um, so. It's one of those games like I don't I want the Chiefs to be careful because it could be like, oh, this team's 0 2. They've or you know, oh one and one, they've tied the Texans and they got shut out by the Jaguars. Like, we got this, right? Yeah. But don't play into that. Andy Reid doesn't let their you know, doesn't let the gas, you know, come off. But uh I think that I think the Chiefs will win, but I'm also like the Colts could show up. So we'll see. But I, I still think the Chiefs got this. And uh, I'm pretty confident in saying that it's just you know it's anything can happen on any week here in the NFL, obviously as we can as we've seen so far. But uh, yeah, Chiefs Chiefs got this. Yeah, I, I think you guys are going to dominate them defensively. I really thought that um, Forrest Buckner and or DeForest Buckner, DeForest. excuse me, and um, Yannick yeah De, DeForest and Yannick Ngakwe would kind of put on more of a clinic, um, especially against the Jags. But I think you guys are going to take them in all aspects. I really would have thought this would have been closer if we hadn't seen the first two games of the year. But Matt Ryan, I don't know. I was talking to Austin um, this weekend, and he just said, you know, they they need to just stop with the veteran QB thing and just draft someone high and believe in them. You know, I think they – it wasn't Jake Fromm. Maybe it was. But they drafted a, a QB a couple of years back. But they need to just invest more real estate in a in a rookie and go from there because this is not this is not working. Um Bit disappointed for Matt Ryan. I kind of thought he would have looked better, but I mean, season's still young, and they start off zero and five last year, so who knows? But we could see some, you know, uh, some Frank Reich turnover later on. Who knows? But I'm taking the Chiefs hundred percent. So I think you guys are gonna get going three and zero and just keep the train rolling. Um, next, <sighs> probably as we said before the podcast, are one of the best games I think of this week. Bills and Dolphins. Who do you have? I'm just going to give it to you because I like you. Go ahead. I'll take the Bills. Um, you know, they <laughs> what they showed me against the Titans was like, holy shit. Um, You're right. They are a very good team. Um, you know, it's a tough call. I will take the Bills. Um, great win last week by the Dolphins, though. You know, Tyree Kill, you know, brought me back. Um, I had a moment. 
Um, but uh, and Jalen Waddle, who's got like the best dance ever. He does his little dolphin waddle thing, which is great. Uh, the, the waddle. waddle. Um, but I think the Bills are in like, like they're like the Terminator man. They just want to destroy everybody. Um, sweet to get the arrowhead dog. But uh, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'll take the Bills. I'll take the Bills. Uh, I'm also with you. I think they are just in another tier than everyone else. Uh, I did hear one concern on ESPN radio this morning about, do you really want them playing this good in week two and three, or do you want them this good in January? Hopefully they can keep the steam going and not burn themselves out. But the dolphins, like I said, put on a display, uh, that I didn't expect. I really thought the Ravens were going to put that one away on them. So I am still going to stick with the bills. I'm not playing devil's advocate on this one. So bills, 100 percent uh with the w and before we do more predictions we're going to take a quick segue into our sponsor DraftKings. the nfl action is here in full swings DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl we're talking touchdowns big plays and even bigger wins new customers can bet just five dollars on any nfl team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do show me the money Show me the money. That's right. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg ad, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts even bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all day, all season long. Download the DraftKings Sports app now and use promo code RAIDING, capital R-A-I-D-I-N-G, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code rating. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions reply. See show notes for details. Those show notes will be found in our show description. Back to predictions. Also, SeatGeek promo code RTK for $20 off your order. Done. All right. Lions and Vikings. Um, I admire the Lions for that gutsy win they had uh, this weekend. I love uh, Dan Campbell in the locker room. Amon St. Brown is turning into an absolute star stud. I don't know what other words to describe him. I also have him in fantasy, so that was great. Um, The Vikings kind of let me down. I know they let you down uh, in our predictions for Monday Night Football. I kind of thought they'd do better against the Eagles. I did pick the Eagles, but still. I am going to still take the Vikings over the Lions. I really was heading towards the Lions in this one, but uh, I think Justin Jefferson is going to be really upset after Darius Slay knocked him down a peg last night. Uh, Vikings with the W, but it will be close and high scoring. Coach. I'm biting kneecaps, dog. Lions. Lions, Ooh, you baby. are. You Dude, are. I'm fully in on the Lions. I, I, uh, I am you fully are. in on the Lions, man. Uh, funny, a dude um, – who I went to high school with briefly was is like a diehard Lions fan. Um, I've never and, met one. Uh, yeah, and it's crazy. He's like from California too. And uh, long story, but anyways, he um, Barry Sanders, like his dog's name Sanders. This dude's a diehard Lions fan, so I know he's loving it. And wow. our our NFL uh, defensive rookie of the year, Aiden Hutchinson, had three sacks last week, so he's uh, he's a beast. Um, I just like this Lions team, man. They when you have, when you just, you're finally seeing a team that's like fully uh, 
it's kind of like locked in, man. I mean, they played the Eagles. Real, I mean, they played the Eagles better than the than the Vikings did. Um, you know, and uh, I just think they 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 got that something, man. They're just they're motivated. They're underdogs. Um, and uh, you know, I, I like the Vikings, but I I, I like I like the bear I like the Bears. I like the Lions in this game. They got my animal mixed up, but I like the Lions in this game. I do. Nice. Hey, it'll uh, bump them up a bit in the. Uh... NFC North, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Vikings aren't going to be the new Kings of the North. Maybe it's Dan Campbell and the Lions. Never Who knows? Know. Never know. All right, next. Uh, I'm going to give you Ravens and Patriots. Ravens. The Ravens, not the Patriots. I'm going to take the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, oh, I mean, has to be beyond pissed off. Um, and, you know, John Harbaugh's a great coach. Uh, inexcusable loss really by the Ravens too. It's kind of like a el- epic uh, Raiders meltdown. Um, yeah, oh, I'm familiar. It's the, yeah, it's, it's the horror thing. Um, didn't know there was an R in meltdown, but uh, yeah. So, so I'm going to take the Ravens in this game. They they, they got to go out there and they got to get a win um, and uh, re- redeem themselves. And I think they will. Bingo. I'm 100 with you. Uh, the fact the Patriots won. Last week, um, even though the Steelers aren't great, was still surprising to me. Um, and like I said, I really thought the Ravens had that one in the bag. But uh, they will pull it out this week, destroy the Patriots. And uh, I like Lamar Jackson, and I hope he gets a fat, fat contract because he actually deserves it. Um, Ravens with the win. Next, I've got Bengals and Jets. The Bengals going 0-2 could not make me happier. And I know it couldn't make well, you it, happier. It, 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 um, it, so. it, it actually pisses me off because it's like, how do we lose to them? Because their team's only improved since last year, you know, or we thought. Because they're, they're a one-hit wonder, and Joe Burrow doesn't care. That's what it is. He is Joe Cool, as in too cool, as in I don't care yeah, about the, this. I do think the so. Bengals will win a great win by the Jets last week, an epic win. Um, and... Uh, Joe, Joe Flacco seems like it, there's gonna be a little controversy when the milf hunter comes back, but, um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take the Bengals in this game. The, the, the Bengals have to win this game. They have to, there's no, yeah. there, the expectations for the jets, not necessarily a playoff team. They're going to be competitive. The Bengals, Oh, they're going to go back to the super bowl. They got to win this game. They have to win this game. And Jamar chase, if you could step up and get me some more points of fantasy, much appreciated. Bengals get the dub. So I, I'm also going to take the Bengals. Uh, the 0-2 does delight me. You know, they knocked us out of the playoffs, knocked you guys out of a, you know, trip to the Super Bowl. But uh, And I still don't believe in them as a team. I didn't – when we did our predictions earlier in the year, I didn't say that they were going to make it, and I still don't believe they will. Uh, I think they're done with their Super Bowl trips for another couple decades. Uh, so, yes, but they will beat the Jets. That's my prediction there. Next – my Raiders and the Titans. One o'clock so I can get this over with. The Raiders are going to win. They're going to go one and two. They're going down to Nashville, uh, Nissan Stadium. Uh, they have a QB controversy. I believe that uh, Tannehill had zero touchdowns last night. I think he scored zero points in fantasy football, actually. Um, I am a little nervous about their defense. They do have some playmakers there. Uh, but I think... And Mike Vrabel, I respect and I like him as a coach, but I think that Derrick Henry's starting to get shut down if if we can just work on our rap tackling this week because that was a, a big issue against the Cardinals. Uh, 
then then we'll see a, a W. I just need Derek Carr to just figure out what what is messing him up and uh, let's get a win. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I've given up on the Raiders blowing anyone out ever. Um, but I think they will win against the Titans. I think, believe they will as well. I've had the Raiders winning every game this year so far. You have. Um, the eternal optimist for my Raider Nation fans out there and, and you being a longtime friend. Um, so, yeah, no, I Thank got you. you. Um, yeah, Raiders. Yeah. Chiefs fans understand. You're just yeah, trying to help I, out I, my, my morale. Again, it's a must win. If the Raiders go 0-3, dude, like the, the wheels have completely come off the bus, and it is like – That'll be wheels, the title wheels, wheels, wheels come off the bus. The bus. Yeah, they lose. Um, oh my gosh! Please yeah, don't. They lose. gotta get the win. They got. They gotta get the win, dude. There's no. It's. Is it yeah. in Tennessee or is it in uh, Vegas? It's in Tennessee. So, but I was thinking is that sometimes they have these freak wins there, and they were absolutely dismantled against the uh, the Bills. They couldn't do anything, and we're not as good as the Bills. But I'm hoping that their morale is just so low, and Tannehill is so messed up from his playoff loss and this, and he got benched from Malik Willis that that's enough to unravel them in time for the Raiders to just get a little pity win. Cause we need it to get momentum back going. Also, I don't know if you saw Devontae Adams was the first one out of the locker room Sunday. Didn't talk to the media. Um, he paid for a half a million dollar suite for his grandma and family to watch the game. So they saw him score a touchdown. That's about all they saw. So yes. of note, all right, so we're both agreed. My Raiders are going to take the W. Yes. Um, we can both be happy oh, on the show dude, next you week. You will not believe this, man. I saw a tweet that says Devontae Adams is requesting a trade to the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, what the? <laughs> oh, good one. Just kidding. I'm going to report, report that right now. I'm going to report that tweet. Right. Although I have seen like, oh, I can't wait to see the De- or Devontae's calling Aaron Rodgers back now. So, dude, can I come back? Uh this college thing isn't working out. All right, next, you've got uh, Eagles and Commanders. Eagles. <laughs> Eagles, man. The Eagles look good, man. Jalen Hurts and his, like they mentioned like multiple times last night on the broadcast, and his 600-pound squat, which is like beyond impressive for a, for a quarterback. Um, he is a, Maybe that's why when before he takes a snap, he's always in that. He's he, very he is, low. He's, 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 a, he's a strong dude. He's a strong dude. Um, but, yeah, this, this Eagles team is good. They are built well. They got a great offensive line. They have all the tools you really want to have a really successful team. Um, and I am going to take the Eagles because the Commanders have Carson Wentz. So we actually has Carson Wentz actually has been bad this year. He's been really solid in fantasy and stuff, but um, no. better, better than, than Matt Ryan. Ryan. No kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the yeah. Eagles in this game. I am as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, you really summarized it there well, and I would also put them probably in my top five teams. I did see a tweet that said, uh, I think the state of Arizona could not handle the structural losses if um, there's an Eagles-Bills Super Bowl. I mean, could you imagine? Whichever team lost, the, the fans would just tear the state yeah. apart. So that would be pretty exciting. I mean, boot sales, um, though, like either- bringing the Calvary for that. You need, you need the Army to be bringing oh in gosh. booze for that game. Exactly. And then you need the National Guard to stay for the riots. Um, all right, next, uh, Jags and Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers, uh, even if they were to sit. Um, I don't think there's a fear of Justin Herbert missing this game, but in case they wanted to sit him to rest him up, which might be the smart play, 
I don't even know who their backup oh, is, Chase but Daniel. I would still take the Chargers. With, with. I think he could be the. I think he could be yeah. the Jags. Um. So if he has to go in and uh, sit Justin, I think that they could get a win. I hope that they lose. I would like that, but uh, I think that the Chargers will come out with a win against the Jags. Jags are improving. Great win um, last week over the Colts. They always have their number, but I'm going to go Chargers for the first four o'clock game this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers as well. They they uh, the, they will bounce back and they will get the win for sure. Done deal. You have an interesting one next. NFC West matchup, uh, Rams and Cardinals. That's a good one. Um, Cardinals just had a very morale-lifting win last week. Um, yeah, right. <sighs> uh, I will take yeah. – the Rams got let it let it be a lot closer than it should have against the Falcons. Um, it's a, it's a cl- I'll still surprising. take the Rams, though. I'll still take the Rams. Close game, but I think the Rams will get the win. I'm going Rams as well. Um, Cardinals are like a very rhythm-based team. I don't think they're going to be able to – clearly they bounce back great at a 20-0 deficit, but I think that the Rams have enough to disrupt that uh, disrupt that rhythm, and they have Aaron Donald and the Raiders don't. So I think those missed tackles aren't going to be missed this week, and Kyler is going to feel the pressure, and he's going to scramble, and he's going to get a, a couple tackles for loss. So – uh, I'm going to go Rams with the win on that one. Uh, next, Falcons at Seahawks. Um, like we said, the Falcons gave the Rams a, a better run for their money than we imagined. The Seahawks, uh, not so great. Um, I, I don't really have a lot of faith in them. I thought the, the Broncos win was great. That made me happy. Uh, well, happy-ish. I mean, anything to see. Uh, I don't know. That game just had a lot to it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to the Falcons. They'll get their first win. They are also zero and two. Um, yeah, not not really a whole lot to say about that one. But I think that I like Mariota. I think if he stays healthy, they could be all right. They're not gonna you know maybe like a like a seven and nine or something like that. But I'm gonna give this one. to I the agree. Falcons. I think the Falcons will get get their first win of the season. Oh, you do. I really want to say a lot about them. It's just not exciting. Kyle Pitts, like he hasn't done anything this year. No, and I know fantasy people are upset. And Arthur Smith said, "This isn't fantasy; this is football." I'm like, give well, him the damn ball, Arthur Smith. If you're gonna have FedEx, him, dumbass. Well, if you're gonna have him, <laughs> well, if you're gonna have him block the whole game, you should at least get a win yeah, out of it. And you didn't great, get that. Great job so. picking the tight end four, who's just gonna block. Yeah. Right. All right. Next one. God, this is a great one for you. Uh, Packers and Bucks in Tampa Bay, four twenty-five. Oh, Eastern time. They're about even on receivers right now. Um, I would say, yeah, Mike Evans will. Well, he has his appeal tonight, but I doubt he's yeah. going to. Uh, I'll take the Packers. Uh, shout out Austin. Uh, I will take the Packers in this game. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a close one. But uh, man, that Bucks defense is good. They scored me twenty five points yeah. last week. Um, I just grabbed their defense for uh, this game. It's tough, man. You know what? I'm gonna. I, I'll go Tampa. Actually, you know what? I'll go Tampa. I'll go Tampa. I'm going to go Tampa. You're going to go Tampa. Okay. So, unshout yeah, out to unshout Austin. Yeah, unshout out to Austin. Unshout out to Austin. Okay. You don't listen anyway, um, so you don't even know that I unshouted you. I know, right? I was going to tell him to listen, but even when I do, I don't think he listens. Uh, for anyone just tuning in, that's my brother who used to be co-host on the show. Um, Packers and Bucks. So, I originally had underlined the Bucks. I'm going to sway towards the Packers. So, I think Aaron... 
uh, not Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady had such a rough go with just Mike Evans last week that now without him and Chris Godwin, it's going to be even worse. I saw they signed Cole Beasley. Big signing. Cole, I mean, not, I mean, if you're talking uh, about receivers that are left that can on free agency that can wrap, Cole Beasley's the best. He's be, I take I take him over Odell yeah. as far as the rap game goes, but. <laughs> Don't get me started on Odell. So, you know, I'm going to take the Packers. I think their defense is starting to get a little better. They still aren't shaping out to be the top five defense we all thought they would be. Um, but I'll take them with uh, a win over the Bucks, but just barely. I think you might get me on this one. We have a few deviations. I don't know. Um, next, I've got 49ers and Broncos. I like Nathaniel Hackett. Um, this is really not working out for him so far. They were they got booed in a win, um, which is surprising, but not when you saw the offensive play play calling and then just the way that Russell was executing. I don't know what he's doing or what he needs to do, um, but this is is not going great for him. Jimmy G is back with the Niners. It seems pretty obvious that that's who the players want. Uh, I don't think Trey Lance really won too many people over with his stripper video and uh, throwing the cash out, and now he's broken his ankle. Like, can we call him a bust yet? It's not a bust yet. Is I mean, the, the dude's played Trey three Lance? football games in like three years now. So the the thing the the, the thing is like you, mm-hmm. John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, extremely smart football people, but sometimes it's like if you you think you're smarter than everyone else and you're really not like, I think Justin, I think honestly, Justin Fields in San Francisco would be obviously a much better option. They just, sometimes the dude played like one game at North Dakota state before he got drafted. Like he's got the ability, but it's just like, if you don't play, then you don't, I, I don't know, but the 49ers are much better with Jimmy G. Um, and, uh, just got lucky that they kept him man. Really? Otherwise this season would be a disaster. Mm, I agree. So yeah, that, that was a smart move on their play. And I think they're going to do better with Jimmy G at the home actually. So I, I think if they want to put all their eggs in the Trey Lance basket again next year, I'd be surprised, but they'll run out the contract and then we'll see how that goes. But that may, they may have mortgage their they, future 100%. a little much for, even if he's, even if he's not a bust due to performance, the injuries are just mounting. And uh, he had like two broken bones, I think when they did the surgery yesterday. Um, all right, and then last game is Monday Night Football, which at full strength would be more exciting. I guess it still is because it's an NFC East matchup, and these teams have a lot of history. Giants and Cowboys. Oh, we both said we're taking, we yeah, said yeah, we're taking yeah, the yeah, Niners, both, right? Both, I think we got off track that. on that one. Yeah. Okay, we got off track. Yeah, Russell Wilson stinks. All right, um, Cowboys and Giants, go. Hmm. <sighs> a lot of hesitation on this one. I am, man. Cooper Rush. I'm going to take the Giants. KB on Thibodeau and those boys are coming back. G-Men, 3-0. This is his first first game, supposedly. I'm going to take the Giants. G-Men. Wow. Uh, I'm going to join you as well. I was shocked that Cooper Rush won last week. Shout out Bengals once again. Um, But I just love what Dayball is doing, even though Danny Dimes still looks – not good. Uh, Saquon looks great. Um, 
Kenny Galladay, I can't believe is still on the team, but no one will take that contract. So I, I'm waiting for him to get released. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Giants with the win. They're going to go to three and zero, which they haven't they haven't been two and zero since 2016. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Giants. Cool. Uh, and those are our predictions for the week, and we have different picks for one, two, three. Four games, so things are finally going to One thing, I know this is a super long episode, so I'll be quick about this. Have you seen that ESPN thing about, speaking of the Giants, Eli Manning going undercover as Chad at Penn State? Yeah, I wanted to see him. He's doing that now, and uh, part two two came out, and it's it's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, it is. You know, you got to love the Manning boys, so shout out them. Yeah, he's a little more entertaining than I thought because he seems so mm-hmm. bland with the Giants. He, but he's, he's actually one of those kind of a funny guy, bland, funny guys that you just—he's not out. And you don't—he's one of those guys be really fun to drink with and stuff. And I imagine he's—he's—he's he's, he's a riot when he gets a couple in him. Mm. Oh, I bet, I bet that house is the the Kelseys, the the Mannings—they're mm-hmm. all hilarious. All right, we're gonna head into our ending of the show, a long one as we said, but the uh, our uh, send it awards. All right, my award is going to go to Tom Brady. It's the Fight Your Own Battles Award. So he wants to jaw with Marshawn Lattimore. He's getting destroyed. Lattimore is in great coverage. He's all over everybody. He's all over Mike Evans. Brady runs his mouth, and per usual, he doesn't fight anyone because he never does, but he has his other players go do it. So they have Fournette starts going. It looked like... uh, um, Mike Evans was sent to go defend his quarterback and Mike Evans yelling, it's Tom Brady. What do you expect? How long are you going to protect the guy and babysit him? Like he can be the greatest of all time and fight his own battles. Uh, so this is the fight your own battles award. Now Mike Evans is suspended. You've actually hurt the team because you want to run your mouth, but you can't, you know, get yourself suspended. I don't know. Just, or stop. Don't run your mouth if you can't cash the checks. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Tom Brady, fight your own battles. Uh, Coach. So my center award is the uh, no suction award because uh, Willie Gay, the no suction award because it's tied to the vacuum, right? So Willie Gay leading tackler last week uh, back in July uh, broke his ex-girlfriend's vacuum, like a misdemeanor property damage. um, And uh, he is now suspended four games that he can't appeal. Apparently that was agreed upon this and that, you know, uh, it's it's crazy because like you know Evans fights somebody on the field, gets a game. Not really. I don't even think he okay a game for that maybe. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, it's just it's a vacuum, dude. Like okay, I get a game, but four games, you know, he's gonna miss the Bills game. It's just it's I I don't the NFL's disciplinary way of doing things is just like I feel like they take a dart they throw it at a board and it's just like, Oh shit, it landed on four games. Yep. That's what you're going to get. It just, it makes no sense. It's stupid. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but it is what it is. So I, uh, I, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's annoying. I don't know. That is why. Yep. That probably the best linebacking unit in the league. Yep. And I'd be without him for bad, four games. Bad. So, 
Uh, that could spell trouble. But, uh, you know, you got some guys on the roster that can step up, and it's just four no, games. It's so. just, I just I, – I, I, I it's, it's super frustrating. It's super frustrating. And, and they're all – and the games that he missed – I mean, he's missing the Bills game. That's so – I mean – Ugh, I forgot about that. Ugh, it's going to be rough. Yeah, I'm probably going to pick the bills in that one. All right. Great show. Epic show. Long show. So thank you to everyone that tuned in, listened, whatever. Um, we'll be back after week three, as always, bringing you fire content all week. Um, and hopefully we both have wins next week, at least me, because I really need it. You can go with a couple losses and be all right. Uh, all right. So we'll see everyone after week three coach any last uh, words no i got nothing enjoy this next week of football guys you know again um you know use that rtk at seat geeks and uh rating at DraftKings, and when you're win yourself some money and give us some shout outs and, and get on that get on that voice on that leave us some voicemails man speak pipe man speak pipe. it takes yeah, it takes a couple it. minutes to do we really appreciate it like i said we're we're a couple dudes just we got we got regular lives right like all of us but we like coming out we like talking football. We like talking about our teams, and, and, and we want to interact with you more. So get on SpeakPipe. Leave, leave us some messages. It would be much appreciated. Link is all over our Twitter and Facebook, so there it is. We'll see you guys next week.